Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're at Living Word Christian Center tonight. If you're anywhere in the Minneapolis area, we'll be here tonight and we'll be getting into end times. We'll have a wonderful time and this weekend. If you're anywhere near Sterling, Illinois, we'll be at Abiding Word Church Saturday night, Sunday morning. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because we know the rapture is signless. But the second coming has tons of signs. So gosh, we're watching the setup for what the nations are going to be doing during that seven year of tribulation. I think even this last week, things happened that I were like, oh man, that points to the trib, points to the trib, points to the trib. So why do we do this? I hear people go, what, what's the purpose of end time preaching? Well, it's not an escape theology. It's when you see the finish line, you hustle. It's a hustle mentality. And I've heard people say, well, if you, if you get into the coming of the Lord, you just scare everybody's hopes up. That's exactly right. It's the hope that purifies you even as you're pure. Your strength will be tied to your joy. And knowing you're about to see Jesus produces radical joy. So remember Jesus, he, he rebuked the Pharisees over and over and over again. Never rebuked the crowd, but one time, one time only. He said, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour, your visitation. So it frustrated him. And then you even had demons when Jesus came into town. Instant submission, demons started crying out, Have you come to torment us before the time? So they knew Jesus had a schedule and He was early. So if demons can know the schedule, how much more? The church should know how close we are to being evacuated from the planet. And that's called the rapture of the church. So let's get into what's happened this last week. So much has happened. I'm going to try to buzz through it as fast as I can. I know it's hard to get it. It's too fast. But let's start with Russia. You've got Russia continuing to fire indiscriminately into the Ukraine. You've got G7 nations that are refusing oil from Russia, which is going to start putting a squeeze even more on Russia. You had bizarre fires happening all over the nation of Russia. You had uh, specific meetings with Putin going, hey, what's going on here? Uh, I do like that there's uh, underground things happening more and more, and that'll all come to the surface with, with uh, underground attacks in the nation of Russia itself. So you're seeing the true colors of what's going to happen soon. Uh, right after the church departs, Russia is going to go down and invade Israel, and 82% will be wiped out. So it's a, a lot getting ready to transpire. So... Let's pick up what's happened around Israel, though. This morning, you had airstrikes in southern uh, Syria. You had uh, missiles fired at a location of uh, an ammunition location. Amazing. And uh, it's wild how Israel waits so the buildings are empty before they fire missiles. So it destroys missiles, but it doesn't destroy any people. And then even a few hours after that, that was in Quinitra. A few hours after that, a little bit south of there, you had tank fire, 15 uh, shells fired at some locations in Syria. It's pretty big deal because uh, uh, you had Syria's president go to Iran this week. And what did he talk about with the leaders of Iran? He talked about how Russia moving out of Syria needs to be replaced by something. And he's basically offered Iran total access to come into Syria. And that's what Israel is having to do pushback on every single week. You had some uh, attempted uh, stabbings in the old city uh, the last couple of days. You had that, uh, that journalist that got killed. Uh, so there's a lot going into that in Israel. Yeah, I tell you what's getting ready to happen. you got the West Bank getting crazier and crazier. And there's a push for that, which there should be, which I love that Israel said, hey, we're not waiting for anybody's approval to have uh, opening of the West Bank. So you're going to see that come to the forefront here really soon. So you have China completely surrounding Taiwan this last weekend, almost a... a, a, a 
a preparation uh, for what they're getting ready to do. You had Israel's army do the largest preparation they've ever had, Israeli Defense Forces, this last week. So you got nation after nation uh, getting things in position for what's getting ready to happen. You've got Jordan's King Abdullah coming to meet with President Biden this week in America. And the whole purpose of the visit is the Temple Mount. Uh, Jordan has put, sent 50 more guards over to the Temple Mount. There's this massive concern that Jordan's not able to basically uh, run the Temple Mount. Now, they've been running it since 1967. But what's happening now is because of what is getting ready to happen is Israelis and Jews are getting up on the Temple Mount to pray and it's freaking the Palestinians out. But they should be up there getting ready to pray. Why? Because it's Israeli property. So you see a push for that. And man, that's what the War of Wars is going to be all about that right there. And even in China, in the last couple of days, you had the skies turn blood red. They were thought, man, residents thought this is the freakiest thing ever, like from the book of Joel. Why? Remember the other day the Dead Sea turned blood red right where uh, Sodom and Gomorrah was? And it was uh, crazy on the Day of Atonement. So you've got the heavens turning like that. You've got a mass amount of, of earthquakes in Iceland. You've got droughts. You've got floods. You've got a combination of all of it. What's going on? Jesus is just about to come back. There's such an example of, of, of things happening all over the world that points to this. So what a wake-up call it is for all of us to not just have one thing, but have event after event after event that points to what's going to happen just after we leave. With China doing what they're doing, with Russia doing what they're doing. Now, this was a big one in Iran. You had the International Atomic Energy Agency come out saying this week, we've got to restart the nuclear talks with Iran. Why? They found uh, enriched uranium on all these three extra sites that Iran did not even talk about. So they're hiding all this enriched uranium uh, from, from the group there. So they started freaking out going, hey, you didn't tell us about this. Why? They, they want a nuclear weapon so they can wipe Israel off the map. Uh, thank God we know that's not going to happen. But boy, you're seeing these set up for what happens during that seven-year period called the tribulation. So what do we do? We look at all the signs in the Scripture. These are all the things happening around us that point to His return. The, the, the Scripture is so concise and precise. Number one, Israel made a nation. After that, Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation sees those two events won't pass away to all fulfilled. Then you got the language restored, the Hebrew language restored. you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices. Man, you have all these things. You have 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up. I mean, which is <laughs> bizarre. And then you had fish in the Dead Sea. You had foxes on the Temple Mount. You had the ritual baths around the temple uh, filled with water. You had Rabbi Exot Kaduri 15 years ago prophesy that Israel would be ruled by two Benjamins just before the coming of the Lord. That happened this last year. So you have all of these things that are coming together. It would be different if it was one or two, but you got event after event after event. Our new book came out last week. I forgot to talk about it at the beginning of the EDU, uh, <laughs> End Times Made Easy. Well, uh, there's 70 some odd signs in the book showing us how close we are. It's blatant right now how, how it's in our face that Jesus is just about to come back. So you have all these tangible signs. Men will be lovers themselves. You have selfie sticks. Uh, the fertility of the land of Israel is probably the biggest one. Uh, Israel produces 90% of the fruit for all of Europe. A, a country the size of New Jersey, that prosperous. So uh, things that God said you'd see just before Jesus comes back is right in our face. 
Those are signs. Then you had signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles a few years ago. Remarkable that you'd have them on, on those dates on Passover. What happens on Passover? That's when He died for us. Tabernacles is when He's going to come back and tabernacle with men. NASA calls it a tetrad. When's the last time you had those four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. Amazing. 1948 when Israel's made a nation. And 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So you got the heavens declaring uh, what's getting ready to happen. And then you have uh, the Bethlehem Star. We don't hear a lot of preaching on that. But man, at the birth of Jesus, you had Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together. Uh, so this last year, you had, you had that again. The NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus coming together. Bethlehem Star. First time in 2,000 years. Wow. The constellation was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So, so we, we see these set up for days of great change. It's so quiet in some areas. Some areas it's not. But it's just like Jesus said. It'd be just like the days of Noah. There'd be corruption and violence. But in the midst of that, the church has to be the church before we leave. We have to be a voice and a witness. What do we do? Help our local church. Help our local pastor. This is not the time to, uh, to, to not be at church. This is the time. We don't, we don't fit church into our life. It is our life. We're about to see the King. What would you do if you thought Jesus was coming tomorrow? I would hope you'd be kinder and sweeter tonight, more of a soul winner tonight, because we're getting closer and closer and closer to a departure called the rapture of the church. So let's go for it just before we leave. Man, hey, thanks for watching this week. We'll come back next week and see what happens with Israel uh, doing some firing into Syria. I like that Russia is doing nothing about that. But man, the events of the last days are coming together right in front of our eyes. We're so, so blessed. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.